The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. As Russian troops invade Ukraine, locals with ties to the Eastern European nation are looking on in horror. Ryan Murphy from partner station WHRO spoke to the leader of one Ukrainian group in Hampton Roads. Anna Korkina has been anxious for months, ever since Russia started massing troops on Ukraine's borders. Growing constant feeling of worry, helplessness, because you are here, they're there. She said the hundreds of other Ukrainian-Americans she knows across Hampton Roads have felt the same. McCorkna heads the Tidewater Ukrainian Cultural Association. She moved to America in 1998 for school. The rest of her family still lives in Ukraine. I constantly talk to my parents every day, and they were not worried, even as of Monday, this week. And they don't, you know, they said, like, everything is fine. Don't worry. They don't want us to worry, but we worry because we see what's happening. On Thursday, her parents finally admitted things weren't fine. Military facilities were under attack near their home in Lviv, a city in western Ukraine far from the Russian border. There is no safe place. No one is safe. McCorkina and her group say they're doing what they can stateside to support their families and friends halfway around the world. They're writing letters to Congress and sharing as much information as they can find. That was Ryan Murphy reporting. The actions of Russian President Vladimir Putin are coming under the scrutiny of elected leaders across the country, including in Virginia. Senator Tim Kaine says America's commitment to Ukraine is absolute. In a statement released yesterday, Kane said Russia's aggression will continue to have, quote, significant consequences. Representative Abigail Spanberger told the Culpeper Star Exponent that we must be united in condemning Russian President Vladimir Putin's actions. Both Kane and Spanberger sit on congressional committees for foreign affairs. Governor Glenn Youngkin also weighed in, describing the attack as senseless and that it undermines democracy worldwide. He offered up prayers for Ukrainians and for peace. Meanwhile, lawmakers are hashing out the specifics of Governor Yunkin's first budget. Yunkin's extensive individual and small business tax relief proposals are among those being considered. Patrick Larson reports. Governor Yunkin promised on the campaign trail to double the standard deduction on taxable income, eliminate the grocery tax, and increase rebates based on a record-breaking cash surplus. But Senate Democrats say Yunkin's overall spending on tax policy would strain future revenues. The chamber's budget proposal is designed with flexibility in mind, according to Finance Committee Chair Janet Howell. And it is balanced between striking the right amount of spending on restored or new services for the citizens of the Commonwealth and tax relief for those same individuals and businesses. Democrats also want to repeal the grocery tax and increase yearly tax rebates, though not to the extent that the governor has called for. The House of Delegates passed their own version of the budget, which keeps Yunkin's promises intact. Lawmakers have about two weeks to wrap up work. Patrick Larson, VPM News. If a regular car is parked in a spot with an electric vehicle charging station, the driver could soon be fined in Virginia. 
Legislation awaiting the governor's signature prohibits people parking cars that don't need an electric charge in spaces clearly reserved for EVs. Violators could get a civil penalty between $100 and $250. The bill also says these spots need signs detailing that they're reserved for EVs and that violators could be fined. Some of the powdered infant formulas provided through Virginia's Special Supplement Nutrition Program for Women, Infants, and Children are being voluntarily recalled. The company Abbott announced a voluntary recall of three powdered formulas manufactured in Sturgis, Michigan. They include Similac, Alimentum, and Elicare, with an expiration date of April 1st or later. The Virginia Department of Health says it's working with families participating in the program and encourages them to return the powdered formulas to their local grocery stores. For more details about the recall, head to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's website. Of the nearly 14,000 bridges in Virginia, just over 500 are classified as structurally deficient, according to a recent study. As Ian Stewart reports, some of those bridges are in the Richmond region. While 500 bridges in the state are in poor or worse condition, that figure isn't as high as a few years ago. That's gone down from 773 bridges in 2017. That's Allison Black from the American Road and Transportation Builders Association. Several bridges and overpasses in need of work are in Henrico, Petersburg, and Richmond. Many see daily crossings between 25,000 and 40,000 vehicles, but one in Chesterfield on I-95 over Remit Road sees over 100,000. Black says there are still challenges beyond just bridges in poor condition, such as replacements and rehabilitation. Money to fix these structures comes from a variety of sources, including gas taxes and registration fees. While VDOT says additional funding will come from President Joe Biden's recently passed infrastructure bill. Ian Stewart, VPM News. The Rockwood Vaccination Clinic in Chesterfield County will be closing after this weekend. Chesterfield Health District officials say fewer people have been going to the clinic now that the COVID-19 vaccine is more widely available. The last day of operations is Saturday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. About 22,000 free shots have been given at the Rockwood Vaccination Clinic since it opened last October. Officials say about more than 73% of the population has received at least one vaccine dose in the Chesterfield Health District, with 67% being fully vaccinated. The After Hours Concert Series may have a new venue in Chesterfield County. Next month, the County Board of Supervisors will review a proposal to update the license agreement with the concert promoter. According to Richmond BizSense, the change would move the concert series from the fairgrounds to the River City Sportsplex. The company, Event Makers USA, is known as the longtime organizer of Innsbruck After Hours and the newer After Hours series. If the agreement is approved, the company could have concerts at the Sportsplex through December. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. 
I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPN podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> 